How's it going, my friend? Welcome back to the God Man Man podcast. Today is day number 31 of 90 days of putting lust to bed. I'm going to be reading from 2 Corinthians 10 verses 5 and 6. Verse 5 says, Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is complete. This battle that we have against lust, sexual temptations, we talked about this from day one. The first day that we talked about this in the intro was that this battle that we're facing is not one that's always on a physical level, where we can see it, where we can touch it, where it's tangible. And thus, if it's not on a physical level, then physical means to control it would not be enough. It's a spiritual battle. It's a much deeper battle. Before things become an action, it's on another level, an unseen level of the mind. That is where the real battleground is in the mind. Because if we can control this, we can control this. And for those who are listening only and not watching it on YouTube, I'm pointing to my mind first. If we can control our mind, then we can control our actions. And not only that, if we can control it, we have to keep in mind, if it's controlled by someone or something else, in this case, the enemy, the devil, then it works for him as well. This is where it all begins, in the mind. Our thought process, what we put in, this is our battleground. Let's start off with that. This is where the battle begins when it comes to this fight against lust and sexual temptations and pornography and any addiction that we're dealing with. It all begins up here. So as we go through this verse, let me give you six points to keep in mind in this battle that we are fighting. Number one, is that we have to be aware that God knows every thought. The things that we think that it's just us thinking it, nobody's going to know. And it's true. Nobody is going to know. However, God does know. I'm reminded of in Genesis where Adam and Eve, they've sinned. And they, they, they know that they're naked now. And they hide from God when he comes to walk with them in the garden. And God asks them, where are you? It's not that God didn't know where they were. But rather, he, he knew their thoughts. He knew exactly what had happened. He knew everything that was had transpired and that was going to happen. But he still asked them, where are you? Because he wanted them to come out and say it. He wanted them to come and establish that connection again, even though they were hiding from him. So every thought that we have, we have to realize that God is already aware of the thought. We're not hiding it from him. We're not, he, he's not, he's not taken by surprise that we have a certain thought or that we acted on a certain thought. In Psalms 139.2, the psalmist said, You know when I sit and when I rise, you perceive my thoughts from afar. Psalm 51.3, David said, for, my, for I know my transgressions and my sin is always before you. That's number one. Be aware that God knows every thought that you have. There's nothing new. You're not going to catch him off guard. Number two, be aware that your mind is the battleground. Thoughts are going to come from wherever, from our own desires, from our own past, from the things that we've seen, from the things that we've heard, something someone might say, a pop-up on your screen, something that shows up in your Instagram feed, whatever it is, the thought, the battle begins here in the mind. And it's not a sin to be tempted. Don't think that just because you are tempted in a certain way or with a random weird thought that that is a sin. It's not that that is a sin, but acting on it. You can't prevent a bird from flying over your head, 
but you can prevent the bird from making a nest in your hair. Some things are inevitable. You're going to see some things. You're going to come across certain things. That's not a sin. But to give in is the sin. And it all begins here in the mind. Every action begins with a thought. So if there is an action that you don't like, something that you're trying to change, something that you're trying to curb, trace it all the way back to the thought, to the thought, to the thought, and take care of it there. Those are the first two points. One, be aware that God knows every thought. Two, be aware that your mind is the battleground. So we are now aware of what is going on and where it is going on. So let's do something about it. Number three, bringing every thought into captivity. This literally means that when a thought or temptation comes into your mind, you immediately take hold of it so it doesn't go further into your spirit. You don't dwell on it. You don't think about it a little bit more. You don't ruminate it. You don't toy with it. You don't play with it. You don't let it grow. You take care of it right there. And that means you think a thought comes into your mind. You see something, you're reminded of something, some random sexual thought comes into your mind. You're, what you need to do is not just think about it, not just dwell on it, be like, oh yeah, you know, I wonder about this or I wonder about her or this or that. What if I search that? No, right away you say, okay, what does? where did this thought come from? Where does this thought align when it comes to the word of God? Does this line up with God's standards for purity? Does this line up with God's blueprint for sex, for marriage, how intimacy should be experienced? If not, you cut it out right there. You stop it right there. It's a very intentional, vindictive process for your thoughts. It, it is not a... A, a um a passive process where you're like oh you know I, I wonder about this i wonder about that and you don't just toy around with the idea no you take the thought right away and you compare it to the truth of god which is what we've been going through over the past 31 days we've been reading the word of god to learn the truth and we compare these thoughts to that and does it line up is it in rebellion to what the word of god says if so cut it out we remove it we, we take a, a very proactive approach in getting it out of our mind. Examine it. If it's not pleasing to God, kill it right there. Now, that's number three. Bring every thought into captivity. You capture the thought. You don't let it go. You don't just let it run around. You capture it. You make it your prisoner, and you compare it to the truth of God. Number four, replace the bad with good. In Philippians 4.8, it says, Finally, brothers, sisters, whatever is true, Whatever is noble and right, pure, lovely, admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. As soon as the thought comes into your mind, we've taken it captive. We've compared it to the Word of God. And when we do that, we're able to see this is the lie, this is the truth. We remind ourselves of the truth. What is God's plan? This thought that came into my mind, why didn't it align with the Word of God? And if it didn't, why not? Why didn't it? And then what is the truth then? If this was a lie, what is the truth? You remind yourself of the truth. You replace that bad thought, that bad intention with a good one based on the word and the truth of God. Number five, firmly focus your mind on what is eternal and not temporary. Every time that we have a temptation, even if it's to have a cheat meal, it is stemmed from, of course, our own internal desires, and it is also a very short-term urge. What I mean by that is you have an immediate desire that you want to fulfill. And the tendency or the temptation is to fill that one, that, temp that desire right away with immediate gratification, instant gratification. 
And in today's world, that's very hard to, to resist because we have access to it. We have access to it. A lot of times it's cheap. When we're talking about porn, it's accessible, it's affordable, it's free, and it's anonymous. Nobody's going to know. Only you will know. Well, according to point number one, God will know. But, you know, in, in a regular day, right? When we're faced with these temptations, in our mind, we believe that lie. It's, it's just me. Nobody else is going to know. It's just me and, my, and myself. Firmly focus your mind on what is eternal, not temporary. So in that moment, don't get caught up in the moment where we get tunnel vision and narrow-sighted and we focus just on this one desire that we have because that magnifies that desire. It makes it so much stronger than it actually is. But when we look at it in the grand scheme of things, when we look at our little struggle in the grand scheme of things, we realize just how small it is and just how weak it is. Focus your mind on the eternal. On on uh, As I was surfing through LinkedIn the other day, there was a random post that I saw. And one of the posts, it was basically showing visuals to help us understand life. And this particular visual that stuck out to me was, it was a caption. The first caption was, your problem today. And it showed a box and the box was a big box. And then the next slide was, your problem in five years. And that same box was a tiny little box. Basically saying that in the moment, it seems so big, but in the grand scheme of life, in the grand scheme of time, it is nothing. Keep your mind on what is eternal. When you focus on the goal, when you focus on where God wants you to go, on God's eternal kingdom, this temptation, although how strong it may be in the moment, loses its power. Because you realize that in the grand scheme of things, it is not helpful. It is not going to progress you. It is just an urge and a temptation to satisfy you right there in the moment. Number six, always be careful about what your eyes see and what your ears hear. Your eyes and your ears. Think of it like doors or gateways into yourself, into your mind. What you see gets imprinted into your mind. What you hear, you, you rehearse it in your, in your mind and you, and you play this over and over. That's the door to your mind. Refuse to let your eyes and ears be instruments for ungodly desires and moral corruption. And refuse to set any worthless thing or evil thing in front of your eyes, whether it be a show, movies, books, a podcast, whatever it may be. If it's going to lead you down the wrong path, don't go down the path. Cut it out right there. That means if you know that scrolling through reels leads you into issues, trouble, it stokes the temptation fires in your mind and in your in your body, don't get, don't get on reels. Delete the app from your phone. Don't use it unless you absolutely need to, or if you don't, just get off of it. Just get off of social media to begin with if it is something that you struggle to control. Going to a bookstore, we know that in some parts of that bookstore, in some parts of a grocery store, there are certain magazines, there are certain books that will catch our attention and will implant thoughts into our mind. Avoid it. Go the long way around to your milk or, or your, uh, your protein, whatever you're trying to buy, your Doritos. Now, don't get Doritos. That's junk food. Whatever you're trying to buy, take the long way around if it means avoiding that. If, if hanging out with certain people is going to put you in, in places, literally, that are not conducive to your spiritual growth, if it's going to put you in situations where you're hearing things that are filth, you know, filthy talk or coarse joking or whatever it may, may be that's going to lead you down a path you don't want to go, don't hang out with those people. Cut it out of your life. Be very 
vindictive. That's the only word that's coming to my mind right now is being very vindictive. And it has a negative connotation, but what I mean by that is we are very proactive. No, I'm not going to listen to that. No, I'm not going to watch it. No, I'm not going to fool myself into thinking that if I put these things into my mind, if I listen to these things that I'm just going to be holy on the outward. No, you're not. Whatever you put in is exactly what's going to come out. So be very wise about what you're watching and what you're listening. Let's recap real quick. Six points. Number one, be aware that God sees everything. He knows your thoughts. Every thought that you have is before him. Number two, be aware that your mind is where the battle begins. It's up here in your mind. So if that's the case, then number three, bring every thought into captivity. Every thought, make it a captive of yours. Hold it down. Don't just let it run free. Hold that thought down and compare it to what the truth of the word of God says. And number four, replace the bad thought with a good one. Number five, firmly focus your mind on what is eternal, not temporary. Always be careful, number six, about what you see and what you hear. As you can tell, as we're going through this, this is not something that we're going to just get down on the first try, that we're not naturally disposed to this kind of thinking, to this kind of action. In fact, I have failed in this multiple, multiple times, but every time I've learned something better, something different, something that's going to help me and grow and grow, it's been a process. And it might be the same for you. Don't think to yourself that just because you failed one time that that's, you know, you're, you're not going to succeed in the future. No, get back up and go at it again. Because the next time you do, your failure in the past is going to be in the back of your mind. Last time I did this and that's where I messed up. Or last time I did this and that was what helped me. I'm going to do it again. It's a process. And after a while, this process of catching your thought real quick will become second nature. Right when a thought hits, you're like, whoa, 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 hold on one second. Real quick, you know, I don't think so. That's not going to work. You already know the truth of God. You already know what the Bible says. That's not going to fly in my mind because I know where it's going to go. I know the destruction it's going to lead me to. Cut it out right there and move on. It becomes a very quick process. It becomes a very natural process as we continue to do it. It's a muscle that gets exercised. And by the power of the Holy Spirit, we have the power to do it. But just because we know that the Spirit will enable us to fight doesn't relieve us of the responsibility of having to fight. We still got to pick up our shield every day. We got to pick up our sword every day. Got to show up and read the Word of God every day. We have to spend time in the presence of God every day. These are not things that we can neglect and expect to have success in the future. No, we have to show up every day. And especially as men, it's, it's something that I have struggled staying consistent with. It is a conviction of mine. Even as I say it, I'm not really speaking to you, whoever is listening. I'm more so speaking this to myself. As I watch this back, I'm speaking this to myself. We have to be very wise about this. We have to be very vindictive and very proactive when it comes to this fight. Not just fighting, but this walk with, with Christ. It's not an easy one, but it is the one that we are called to. And it is the one that God will enable us to fight. I hope this helps. Let's not be just hearers of the word. Don't just let my this podcast be a great motivational podcast and move forward. No. Be doers of the word. Write these points down. Put them on your phone wallpaper. Write them down on a sticky note where you can see it all the time. Remind yourself of them. Have an accountability partner. Tell your accountability partner these things, six things and say, hey man, I'm going to try to keep you accountable to this every day. Keep me accountable to this every day. And as we do this, we will win on a daily basis. It will, we will be taking steps forward and forward and forward. And not only this in our life, this is not just a fight for our life, but the people around us now as we start to impact them, as we grow the kingdom of God. Amen.